0: Welcome to the IoT Podcast, powered by Paratus people. Be among the first to find out what's happening in the fascinating and growing world of IoT from the industry leaders themselves. Welcome back to the IoT Podcast. I'm your host, Tom White. This is Episode 9. Today, we are joined by Marcos Arifti. Marcos is the CEO of Stalkit. Based in the uh, based in Spain and also Norway, um, Stalkit is an innovative IoT tracking solutions business um, aiming to digitise the waste, livestock, and asset industries using NB IoT. Marcos, thank you very much for coming on the show.
1: My pleasure, Tom. Thank you very much. Looking forward to a good conversation and uh, yeah, exciting chat.
0: Um. Marcus, if you could just explain a little bit about your background um, yeah. and how Stalkit operates uh, within the IoT industries um, and just how you really got into this, this, this would be really useful for us. Yeah, uh,
1: well, yeah, my, my, my background is, is from the waste and recycling industry. I've been there over 10 years now uh, at the European level in various uh, different companies and various positions. And, uh, and my experience with the uh, stock, it started late 2018 when I uh, had the opportunity to learn uh, about what the company was, was trying to achieve. And I quickly understood that it was a real need in the market to close a bridge between the digital and Software part that the companies has been investing, in, and the real asset inventory thing was what's happening on the field, right? So field tools to connect with the with the office uh, software. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, and and then from there we have been now uh, yeah close to two years uh, like battling a little bit educating the the, the industry. Right, it's a lot of. Uh, yeah, unknown, right? No one has been tracking containers up until now, and we came with a solution which was affordable, which was giving a quick return of investment, and was proving that uh, it was scalable
0: as well. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. And, and then yeah. on the
1: on the other uh, on the other industry, the livestock industry, that came as an opportunity at the same time, right? Part of the founders are, are sheep farmers themselves, so free grazing animals is, is a big thing in Norway. And they were trying to find how they could combine their uh, solution or their A um, units together with the same uh, technology that we have for for the waste industry, right? So we kind of tried two industries, one challenge, right?
0: Is their idea? Yeah, that's very interesting. I I didn't actually realize that some of your uh, founders actually came um from from the agricultural uh background actually it's 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 widely spoken about in within uh iot solutions that the uh the benefit of, of sensors can have over you know masses of land and, and and tracking cattle livestock and other um you know um other animals etc it's incredibly you know, poignant right um just just touching on that um marcos um in terms of deploying iot solutions um and and for your customers so clearly some people have come from this background um what what is it that you're trying to bring uh your customers specifically with stalkit um and trying to t- transfer this uh, what you've learned from agricultural into the waste waste industries mm. uh
1: yeah first the, the the main thing is the inventory control right so for farmers it's it's very impor- very important to have a stock control right in norway there's a lot of predators there's a lot of injuries go, the animals goes to the mountains for three four months right and usually farmers back in the former days they were walking themselves right for two yes. days till they found the, the animals in the valley or in the checking that counting that everyone was there right and so on these days, it's just a phone, it's an app, right? And you have full control 24 7 of where your uh, yeah, animals What we have taken is that and into the waste industry because it's the same, right? How uh, all these uh, recycling companies, one of the biggest um, uh, asset in their balance sheet is, is the containers, right? The, all the amount, of, it's a volume business, right? And because it's a volume business, there's a lack of control over the volume, right? I always say that every time I'm, I'm meeting a, a waste management company and I ask how many containers you have, no one knows. Right? From the CEO to the operational guy, everyone has ideas, right? Oh, I think I have about 800 or 1,500, but it could be 1,300, could be 1,700, right? So the variations are a lot, right? So, first of all, so the concept is that improving by measuring. If you start to measure, you can improve, right? Where to look at. And right? while Uh, before, uh, all these industries, that's why we call them like non-digital industries, Mm non-digital markets, because they have been doing the same for years after years. The technology was not affordable enough for them to take the step. Now it is, right? Now we are talking about five to ten year Mm -hmm. battery life. Now we are talking about reliability, robustness, right? And that gives them certain, uh, yeah, security enough to to say, well, I'm doing the investment because I know that I'm going to get this
0: back in, X, Y, and Z—the years. Right? Yeah, because uh, often that was the limitation in the past was was uh, battery life, right, and being able to go around and, yeah. and physically power these, power these devices. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: It, w- it was it was three main things, right. It's a high investment, right. So you need to cover because the the prices were well over a hundred pounds a piece, right. So then you were looking as soon as you start on volume business, you were going into very large numbers. Then it was the maintenance, right? What you said about the battery life—you need to charge every six months or every eight months—or and then it was like no point to go around the skips and trying to find who has best, less battery and so on. And uh, yeah, so so all these things was kind of like
0: a like a blocker right, for them to move forward. Yeah, yeah. Just touching on that note, actually. So, obviously, the limitations back then were were more centered around battery life, et cetera. Is there, are there any prominent limitations that you see at the moment as a, as a business with some of your customers and, and other things that are challenging uh, some customers when implementing solutions uh, specifically around MBIoT as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it's, uh, we, we briefly touched earlier right, about the coverage, right? So MBIoT is a new network, it's a new uh, you know, technology has been now deployed in in Europe. Uh, Luckily, it started in the Nordics and Norway was one of the first countries to deploy the network uh, quite uh, properly in end of uh, 2018, right? So that gave us the possibility to do test fields uh, late that year and early 2019, right? So, yeah, network is, is something that we are depending on, on the telcos but because the telcos are used to, like national infrastructure they have a you know a mandate right to, to cover the whole country the same that they do with 4G right and they're using the same infrastructure so it's, it's certain things that tells us that yeah this is a question of time right but of course time is, is also uh, you know a weak point for other technologies to, to rapidly evolve and maybe take over right so that that's one point and and the other point is that um, uh, what, what we call indoor and outdoor, right? Our solutions are, are pretty much outdoor, right? But you see that more and more people like to have a combination, right? Oh, because the container is under a shed or it's in a basement or something. And and even though the network is there, right, the GPS satellite need to have a clear sky, right? So our solution, so we're, we're we're looking at right right now is to try to see what could be the next step and maybe try to get the uh, triangulation of antennas to find the location instead of, depending on, on GPS
0: satellites uh, connectivity. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that, yeah. Um, and, I, and, and, and I guess, you know, something that um, I know a lot of our, our listeners and viewers are, are curious to find out from different people that we have on the show is is how, Particularly this year and the, and the challenges the business have faced around the pandemic, um, how that's really affected uh, and and continuing to affect and shape the future of particular industries within IoT, within tracking itself and 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 monitoring and asset monitoring as such, um, and, and you know within your business in particular, how how has it affected things today, and and do you see a shift over time? um that you perhaps hadn't once envisioned this time last year yeah uh
1: definitely that's been uh, unexpected right all that had happened since uh, since march this year and since we have these two industries we have been trying kind to of isolated both of them right so the, the waste industry has suffered big time to the, on the start right especially on on uh and customers we were like on the verge to invest or, or taking the step, right? They have said, well, well, I have now my business, I need to look at and um, how I'm gonna survive, right? And try to secure what I have instead of like looking new investments. Um and that's has been kind of on the on the on the recycling waste part, while the agricultural part has been more like business as usual, as long as there is because that business is not that much dependent on, uh, you know, on the you know waste that you generate or anything. And actually, people are eating more home. There's more meat to be, more milk to be produced. People are eating more in their country. So we have seen that farmers has been seeing these as uh, not that hard uh, uh, challenge for them, right? Than than other yeah, industries. Yeah. So we have seen that the farmers still seeing this tracking as a very good opportunity. So even though we had the pandemic, we have sold more units this year at this stage already, and we still have uh, six, six weeks to go, right, to finish the, the, the year, than last year, right? So, so with that said, um, of course, our, our targets were, were much higher in the beginning of the year, but we have been able to, to kind of maintain uh, the market uh, share uh, yeah, respectively of uh, of the COVID nineteen, right? But we are also seeing that the first impact for the first two months was quite heavy, right? And then uh, there's been some inquiries of people seeing that well, this COVID nineteen is preventing us to go to the office. So if I wanna, typically what what happened is that you are in the office and you have a warehouse, right? And you look in the window and you see how many skips you have, right? But right now, if you cannot go to the office with so a limited number of people, then having a digital solution like Pocket possibly gives you the opportunity to coordinate everything from home, right? Because you have everything. You have the containers, you know where they are, you know which types you have, right? So that has been also something that has come, but a bit later, right? When people have said, well, what is this? They have kind of like the first two, three months have you has come. We have seen, we have got some, some good deals, some promising deals. Uh, later in the autumn, right? Of people have seen this as, uh, well, now I need to take the step and and invest on a digital solution, right? Because that will pay back, uh, not just for the
0: corona, but uh, yeah, for
1: the for the months, uh, for the years to come.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's um, I think it's often in- interesting how uh, different businesses are affected at this time, but also they're quite robust. And you know, congratulations to you on on you know continuing to go from strength to strength. Uh, pretty really pleasing to hear um, when you hear such. For us, has been right. like
1: diversification, right? It was what I what I think was the key, right? Because mm. if we would have put all the eggs into into the into recycling and waste and everything, we would be in a much uh, harder time right now, right? So yeah. sometimes you uh, you know by by the the good thing is that we diversify, but the product. The essence of the product and everything is quite the same right we have functionality we have changed it's a little bit different in the hardware but the core part of the of the unit is, is the same right and that enable us to to be agile right if the market changes we can produce more of these less than that cover you know the team is supporting both markets so we are we are kind of like
0: hybrid in, in that way yeah yeah fantastic um and just, and, just, and just moving forward then so again, another question about the future, which is quite interesting. So uh, in terms of um, the world as we see it today, you know, the, the, the boundaries between digital and non-digital uh, are blurring quite significantly, uh, whereby lives are being consistently and continually being interacted with technology, with um, devices that track, monitor, everything from health and so on and so forth. Where where do you see the future, specifically within your expertise, and what Storkit is doing within uh, within waste agricultural tracking? You know where does it where where is it going, and and I guess ultimately is it going to lead to a more sustainable world in your opinion? Definitely, definitely. This is uh, well, it's it's very very
1: interesting question because it's kind of like a wide topic, right? Do uh, you open here? But they clearly, uh, both industries has been are uh, industries has been for years, right? Doing more or less the same business year, like the last 20 years, nothing has changed. You talk to to these farmers or waste management companies, and most of them, you know, when you ask them what sort of technology technologies have implemented and everything, the skips they look the same. They have the same uh, model they have invest sometimes in some sort of a stock uh, management system or ordering system but very basic things right? right so we quickly see that there is a lot of room for improvement right and that improvement is connected to technology right and particularly to, to iot right because iot is what comes now into this this, this market is a low margin markets right these people are are sometimes um, you know sweating the the t-shirt right to get the volumes rolling to get their trucks out there and everything so it needs to be more efficient and that's why the technology will help them to optimize routes will help them to you know collect what they need to collect control what they need to control instead of like purchasing new skips every year reutilize the ones that they have right so all Mm -hmm. this is what is going to shape that Industry quite heavily over the next five to next five to ten years, right? And and I'm I'm seeing already big changes, right? And I see that it's going to be the combination between field tools, provided information, so a lot of data, and that data will be handled in the in the office, right? To to take decisions, to predict, um, you know, businesses revenues, optimize, monitor, all that is going to be uh quite uh yeah popular within within the next few years right and the ones who are neglecting this because you always have people who is like nah just you know i'm doing business as usual they're gonna be mm-hmm. left behind right so I, I keep saying that this is a little bit like the uber in the recycling business right so it has come to to stay right so it's, it's gonna be Uh, you either need to jump on the train or or otherwise you need to look all the other business right because it's going to be big changes coming in and that you see also with the amount of people which are putting efforts into uh, creating new companies analyzing data and, and so on right so the potential and on the agricultural part as well right so it's a lot of uh cost That has been uh, used for uh, X uh, amount of uh, operations, going and checking, especially for group free grazing animals, right? That's a a particular niche that, uh, yeah, right now, being able to control the stock, being able to uh, potentially have a health condition of the animal when it's out there, and, and, you know, all that information will be available and that will be able to, you know, that is connected ultimately with the, you know, taste of the meat, with the quality of the meat, with uh, how people are taking care of the animals, right? So you want to, the animals to, to live and grow and, and be in a sustainable uh, world, but also in a healthy Right?
0: and all that yeah. technology could play a big role in that yeah yeah absolutely and i think i think that's the i think that's the main thing isn't it moving forward is 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 the use of data as well <laughs> the interpretation exactly. of that data yeah. how we can use machine learning as well to 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 really um, yeah. take massive yeah. steps forward yeah. um and 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 what that may mean but um well it's good it's good to it's good to hear that you're doing well as a business and i think there's a continual push um for for you know companies in your space to mm-hmm. to do what you're doing and um you know we, we thank you so much for coming on the show today marcos it's uh it's been really insightful and um you know, yeah. we wish you well in the future with everything
1: thank you very much thank you very much it's been uh, yeah a pleasure to have the opportunity to openly speak about what we have been doing and yeah it's it's always uh, like, uh, you know, a startup is a roller coaster, right, up and down. And uh, well, the, the COVID-19 has impacted all of us and we are lucky that we are still uh, yeah, able to be kicking and yeah, ready for 2021, which seems to be a very interesting year as well yeah yeah
0: indeed yeah and i i can completely appreciate what it's like working in a startup and all the all the things that you need to do but uh yeah. i think at, at times like this we all need to stick together and um and this is one of the aims of the show right to provide good content uh for for people who who may be spending more time at home than they ever envisioned that they might be doing um and to learn more about you know what what you're doing and what other companies are doing in the space and um yeah. you know it's uh yeah it's really it's really good for for all involved so um Thank you once again. It's been a pleasure having you on, Marcos.
1: My pleasure. Thank you very much.
0: Speak soon. Speak soon. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe for more episodes in the IoT podcast, the leading podcast among the IoT community.